You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What have you done today? Did you wake up early and the hike wasn't enough to get the juices flowing? I had boxing today, my brother. Boxing? Kickboxing or boxing boxing? Punching boxing because I have a fight coming up. Who are you fighting? I'm not allowed to announce it yet. Is this okay? Can I ask some questions that you may or may not answer about the fight? Sure. Is this going to be a fight that's going to be live streamed? It will. Is this a barstool fight? It is not barstool. It is not rough and rowdy. Then who are the other people who have fights? Is this with the Paul brothers? Did they reach out to you? This is me versus Jake. Jake Jake McCready, my friend from high school? Jake Paul. Joe versus Jake. He reached out. He wants to lock it in. Are you serious? Dead serious. Joe, do not get in that ring. Don't do I love you. I support you. I think you're in amazing shape. Don't do it. Why? Because he's going to kill you. He's not a real boxer. Is that how dare you? Yeah, no, I think he's awesome. I think he's a great boxer. Oh, yeah, it was the best. Well, I, I'm not I'm not a Paul fan, but I believe in the Paul brothers. Like They're I, freaking crushing it. And, yeah, my, I remember when they were, like, popping off. Some of my high school friends were like, oh, the Paul brothers? Oh, as if. There's no way they're going to win any of the fights. And I go, just you wait. Yeah. I don't think you realize their resources and what those two dudes are capable of. You really don't think I could take Jake? No. And I say that with love. <laughs> I say that with love. Yeah, I know. He'd kill me. No, I'm not actually boxing. I just I just go for the workout. Hey, the Golden Globes happened last night. They sure did, Joe. Incredible Golden Globe ceremony. We're just turning Was this. Was it? Well, wait. Okay, the ceremony itself, very awkward. I hated it. And I uh, thought, who was it? Joe Coy? Joe Coy. He did a terrible job. Um, But this was the best year. I think in film in a very long time. Oh, I disagree wholeheartedly. Go Okay, why do you disagree wholeheartedly that this was not a good year for cinema? Do you realize how many awards they gave out and how many films I never heard of? So many. Well, okay, so uh, are you not going and seeing the right films? When you go to the movie theaters, wh- how do you decide what type of movie that you're going to go pick? Do you think, I just want to go on something that's going to go zoom, bang, crash, and wee? Oh, you little or do cinephile. You, like, or you, do you think you're better than me because you have elegant taste. Listen, you, you know what? I... 
Matt, I don't want to call you a Philistine, but I will. I don't know what that means. Saltburn, <laughs> phenomenal. Yes, great. Can we agree? Good, good. Yes, great movie. Great acting. Love the way it was shot. Lovely gowns. Dutch angles. Are you kidding me? Oh, look at you with the angles, man. Compositions were incredible. Storyline was did great. Did you see it in theaters or did you wait till it streamed on Amazon? I didn't even know it was in theater. I feel like no one knew it was in theaters. Oh, I did. I mean, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm just fucking with you. Okay. No. Okay. But do you, okay. Th- hey, so where are we? Where are we going at with this? Let's just talk about the hits that happened this year. Barbie got the recognition. That was great. Oh, yeah. Barbie was awesome. I, you know what, though? I don't understand people who don't like Barbie. They go, not for me. What movie did you want to see? Yeah, that was a phenomenal movie. I don't understand how anyone hates on it. I don't get it, people who hate on it. Because then then you ask them the question. You go, what what movie did you want to see? They go, well, I don't know. I just, I didn't like that. Yeah, it, like, wasn't, it didn't even project that much. Like, it didn't really project at all. Yeah, it was a fine movie. It was. I thought it encapsulated the Barbie spirit, womanhood, all of it together. I teared up. I was a fan. Didn't watch Oppenheimer or Killers of the Flower Moon because every time I ask anybody, it's too long. It I wasn't saw, good. I saw Oppenheimer for the first time last night. And? Wait, and you watched the Golden Globes? Uh, well, okay. I started Oppenheimer two hours in. And then I realized, oh shit, Golden Globes is on tonight. Flipped the channel, finished Golden Globes, got excited about finishing Oppenheimer, and finished it. I do have to say, I want to watch it now because it won so many awards. Buddy, your old like co-host, Josh Peck, starred in it. I, Joe, I was blown away how great he was in that movie. Really? Yes. He has like a very essential role in he the whole- He presses the button. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, when Josh Peck was filming it, I was at his sister-in-law's uh, birthday party. He comes in. I'm like, where have you been? He's like, dude, I've been out in Arizona shooting Christopher Nolan's new film. And I was like, get out of here. And he told me then that he's the guy who presses the button. And I was like, ha sure you are. Kenneth he actually Bain- was. Kenneth Bainbridge. Oh, that's his name? He, it's a very notable character. Oh, damn. I didn't, I didn't know that. So I'm going to watch that. Saltburn was great. What other films? Barbie was great. I love that Cocaine Bear got a shout out. Elizabeth uh, Banks. Elizabeth Banks, Cocaine Bear. I didn't see it. Really? I, I, I it's kinda, like a hacky, funny comedy. Yeah, I heard it's like hacky and funny and fun. It's but. like old school. Kind of like Anyone But You reminded me of those like old rom-coms. Yes. Love that film too. Did you see Maestro? No, I did not. Uh, did you see Past Lives? Never heard of it. Very good. Um, Anatomy of a Fall. Never heard of it. Damn. Society of the Snow. Did you watch it? That I did. Watched did. it yesterday morning. Did you like it? Loved it. Oh my gosh. Just, but that wasn't up for any awards. Yes, it is. Was it was it? up for, uh, last night it was up for, for uh, foreign film or non-English movie. Oh, I yeah. Didn't see that. Okay. Oh, guys, for the people who have not seen Society of the Snow, it is now on Netflix. It is based on the a plane crash that happened in the 70s where a, I think they're from Uruguay and they were flying to Chile. It's called Miracle of the Andes is what it is known as. Oh, in, wait, what do you mean? On TV? Or? No, no, just in general. It was called <clears throat> the Miracle of the Andes. An aircraft struck a mountain ridge, shearing both the wings and the tail cone off. 
The remaining portion of the fuel sod slid down a glacier an estimated 220 miles an hour, down 725 meters before ramming into ice and a snow mound. The flight was carrying 45 passengers and crew, including 19 members of the Old Christians Club Rugby Union team, along with their family, supporters, and friends. Three crew members and nine passengers died immediately. That's it. That's all the people that... that that's, that's all you should just give them with and then let them... It's. I, I want to feed a little more. Okay, yes, go if on. If anyone's like... Because this story is crazy. Yeah. Did you... Were you familiar with it at all? No. Okay. I, no, someone... I think I got TikToks on it saying, like, this is a must-see film. I think I saw it on, like, I Love the 70s. You remember that, like, VH1 show that they, like, covered it? And yeah. I always, like, knew about it, but... Crash site was located at an elevation of 11,700 feet in a remote location of the Andes Mountains in western Argentina. 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 <laughs> Search and rescue uh, happened several days, but it was called off because you couldn't see anything. Yeah. And guys, this is the craziest part. They were there 72 days. 72. No food, drink, anything. This is in the 70s, so they weren't like stocked with stuff. Mm -hmm. Their exposure to the cold, starvation... Avalanches. It is brutal. It is a brutal survivor movie. I thought Castaway was tough. No. Castaway was also not real. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. I wanted Castaway to be real. I really did. Yeah. That scene, Castaway is such a good movie. It's wild how there's no, like, dialogue at all for, like, the whole first two-thirds of the movie. But in Castaway, when he comes back... And oh, is that that intersection? Well, or Tom Hanks sees his wife, and they're having to connect. She's moved on, and he can't take his eyes off her. And they're, like, walking around the house, and she's, like, trying to, like, pull out memories and stuff together. And the way Tom Hanks is just looking at her in shock and in awe. And then it rains, and he has to accept that she has her own life now. What a scene! Cinematic masterpiece. Oh, what a scene, man! Such Tom Hanks is so good in that. But um, Society of the Snow, though. Yeah, incredible. What do you think? So Joe Coy is going through a lot right now. What do you think is the reason that he just didn't hit it with the audience? I don't think he worked with his writers enough because he even folded in front of the audience going, I didn't write these, my writers did. Uh, uh, uh. You're telling me that you've been a stand-up comedian for decades, I'm pretty sure. At least 20 years, I think I've seen Joe Coy in the game, that you, you're getting asked to host one of the biggest award shows of the year. This is a big night for you. You had that big movie. You should go out and uh, you need to work with your comedy team to see if those jokes don't work with you. I've never once seen like a big successful stand-up comedian at an award show fold on his own writers. Yeah, it's weird to throw them under the bus. Yeah. It was a weird play. Even like, shut up. Like telling the audience like, you guys just don't, don't get it. That's a funny one. It felt more like it was the room of like the comedy store. Yeah. Rather than a national broadcasted mm -hmm. show. And 
it felt more like a roast as well, where he'd be like, oh, this, where's Robert De Niro? There's Robert De Niro. And then, boom, roasted. And I think it set it up for a weird tone of like, oh, who's next? What's he going to say? Yeah, it just, yeah, I don't think it was crafted very well. I, I bring back Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais is, I think, the best host. Yeah, he killed it that year. Out of any of them. And, and, but you know what? Okay, so the hosts need to improve. What they need to cut out is I hate the the funny banters. Like, we are getting... Oh, between the two people? It's so fake. Oh, it's bad. It's really bad. And you know the two people who didn't do it and respect on them? Jodie Foster and Annette Benning. They walked out and they're like, we're not doing any silly bits. We're coming out here, saying the award, and moving on. Do you know that that happened where the streamies were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same room. Crazy. It is. It, it was is. a very tiny room for that as well, no? Yeah, I was, agree. I liked it, though, because it felt like it was very, like, there's Robert De Niro and there's Bruce Springsteen. Like, they're all right next to each other. Yeah. I thought that was I, cool. I would love to go to the Golden Globes. Actually, no. I, I would never want to go to the Golden Globes unless I am there for, for an award. For an award. What would you be up for? Ooh, what would I be up for? Most colorful jacket. I think I would be involved in a project that I helped fund, genuinely. Mm. I would be an executive producer on a project and my film is there. When executive <laughs> producers, do they get much say in the film? Are they like help with budgeting and planning and shooting? Mm, yeah, I think you can get some says in film of what you want. I mean, if you're like, I'll write you this check, but I want to see these things happen, sure. But I think right. it's mostly as like an investment on their part to make it happen. Oh. And hopefully get something in return. I've been an executive producer for like short films that I've made no money on, but I love helping my friends out. What movie made the most money this year? Was it Barbie? That was the only billion dollar film or super mario brothers no that no, didn't, didn't. That. if anything maybe thought, guardians i just thought super mario brothers was like a little bit more internationally recognized than barbie but yeah I, it would probably be barbie and then oppenheimer speaking of super mario yeah what about it you see the new super mario this episode is sponsored by rosetta stone rosetta stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app and that it truly immersifies you in the language that you want to learn Maybe you have an upcoming international trip or you want to connect with a family or a friend. I know a lot of people who want to learn a new language just to pick up a new hobby. I can personally attest to this as I used Rosetta Stone when I went to Italy for my honeymoon. It helped me brush up on the Italian that I learned back in school and I was able to get through the land and speak the native language. It made it so much more fun, plus my wife loved it. They're the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. There's no English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language. Plus, there's lifetime membership and access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off that language learning. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Lightweight's podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language learning courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's the Joe Guarantee. 
In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking we could pull one of the best autographs in the game, but guess what? With zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. What I love is the display of the available cards, the hit rates, and the grading. Arena is a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying, and with Arena Club Slab Packs, they're revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash lightweights. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's $40 right there. Anyways, go to arenaclub.com slash lightweights for 10% off your first purchase. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Mario World happening? The theme park? Where is it happening at? I think in Japan, but they're building a roller coaster that jumps. So that, Shut up. So fans can live out their dreams of the Mario World where the coaster just has no tracks. That's terrifying. You're telling me that there is a moment in a theme park ride where a cart detaches off its railing and is suspended in mid air? I'm not an engineer. I'm just here to report the news. Whoa. Would they you ride it? Um, yeah, if I knew that like thousands and thousands of people have been riding it and there hasn't been any issues, of course, I would not be the first hundred people on that. Have you ever been stuck on a roller coaster? Yes, I got stuck on a roller coaster at Six Flags, uh, Magic Mountain over there, out in Santa Clarita. Stuck on a, uh, stuck on the roller coaster. For how long? 20 minutes. What ride? The blue one when you walk in. I don't know the name of it. It's uh, right over there to the left when you walk into Six Flags. 20 minutes of my time. And they didn't even apologize. Fuckers. I can't believe that. I got stuck on a log flume once. It was at the tippy top. And my mom's terrified of heights. So we had to walk all the way down. And she's grabbing the rails. And there's bees. And we're just trying not to get stung and fall off the cliff. How'd you wait? Was the water underneath the log flume, but it just wasn't budging, or was there a lack of water? No, it's at the part of the ride where, like, it's the tracks where it's like, tick, 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 
Oh, shit. Yep. And for some reason, we just got stuck at the very, very tippy top. And as you go higher, the the flooring gets like thinner and smaller, you know? So you have to really hold on to the rail and then slowly, one by one, walk down. I was oh, a kid. It was the man. worst. That's kind of cool, though, that you got to walk those steps. I never got to walk those no, steps. No, it was not cool. What if we <laughs> fell off? What if there? What if that? That's not tested. Those stairs. This is really good, by the way. Oh yeah, happy being. Shout out them. T vibes. Um, but do you, when you go to a theme park, are you the kind of guy who goes, uh, yeah, let's get on the log ride. Let's all get soaking wet and walking around in wet clothes for the rest of. The day. Depending how hot it is and if I'm prepared shoes-wise. If I have my Crocs, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, it's a, that's a good call on the Crocs to get on the, a log ride. Yeah. But I'm just never in the mood to get soaking wet. Oh, I love the one with the bridge and the water comes and hits everybody. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. That's a really cool I like one. I like the Jurassic Park uh, ride. At Universal. Universal. That's, like a, that's a wet ride I can get behind. It's not like... When I get hit with the Pirates of the Caribbean water, I just feel like I have a disease. I love the smell of Pirates of the Caribbean. This... What, what does it smell like, though? I'm I'm always on the side of TikTok where people are making Disney scented candles and stuff. Like, oh, this is this is the Pirates of the Caribbean candle. Oh, it's so good. It smells just like the ride. But I'm like, what does the ride smell like? Does it smell like... It's owed like to the chemicals that the park uses to keep things sanitary. And instead of using chlorine, they use a chemical called bromine. Chlorine? Which, what? Chlorine. It, what did I say? You said like chlorine. Chlorine. Argentina. <laughs> chlorine. It has a unique damp and musty odor. It's not like the most pleasant, but it is like... Like a dirty pirates. indoor pool. It's like a pirate. I love it. Do you like the smell of an indoor pool? Like a natatorium? Hell yeah. Gosh. I love me a natatorium. I haven't been in a natatorium in at least 10 years. What's in a natatorium? A natatorium is, is where it's an indoor pool where they have swim meets. Why don't you just say an indoor pool? Oh, would I say an indoor gym? An indoor basketball gym. Yeah, yeah, you'd say that. I'd say an no. You would go. Court. You would go to like a, I don't know, an auditorium or gymnasium. You don't always have to be right. I'm not trying to be <laughs> right, Joe. The point is, what I'm trying to propose is that you and me, we should go on an auditorium tour. I don't know why we don't do more things together, like a Descano Gardens. Have you seen that here well, in L.A.? No, tell me. It's a really cool Descano. It's an outdoor garden. Don't go with your wife. Go with me. Okay, cool. Is it like? Is it Japanese? It's just like a crazy biological happening. Wait, is this the one that has that like Buddhist temple kind of thing? I don't think so. There's one of those that's like you have to get tickets for and it's in the hills and it looks like you are in like Vietnam. I really want to go to the poison garden. Have you seen that? Poison? There's a so po it's all poisonous plants? I think it's in the UK. <gasps> and if you just brush up against something, it'll make you throw up. <gasps> Have you ever gotten poison ivy? Never. Can you spot poison ivy? <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you? Isn't it like three leaves and like a couple of red spots? There's like, there's kind of like, you know, like uh, snakes where red touches yellow, kill the fellow, red touches black, friend of Jack. You know that? Stab you in the back. I don't know. I just assume they both kill you. <laughs> oh, no. Red touches black on like a coral, uh, what do they call it? Coral, coral snakes? snakes? Yeah. So, but I think with poison ivy that there is like a little like mnemonic device of like remembering 
if it's bad or good. But I've never had poison ivy, never had poison oak. Neither have I. As a kid, you, I never even got stung by a bee until I was like 25. I've never been stung by a bee. Oh, so you could be allergic. I could. But I've like done some research on that. And a lot of times they think like if you're 30 years old, there is a chance you probably have been stung by a bee. You just didn't realize it. I disagree. Because yeah, I was worried that if I get stung that I'm going to be allergic and I don't have an EpiPen. Yeah, there's a good chance. Have you ever used an EpiPen? No. Have you ever seen an EpiPen? No. I've always wanted to. Is Caitlin allergic to anything? She's allergic to bees. And for my birthday, she's taking us to a bee farm. Why? Why? Why are you doing that? That's what I said. I said, I can do this, but you can't. Does she have an EpiPen? No, but she she breaks out. Like Joe, your wife is allergic to bees and you have no EpiPens here? It's her activity. Wait, where am I? Why would I keep an EpiPen here? Because like a bee could zzz, I'd kill him. I no one hurts my wife. She's allergic, man. How's the married life, by the way? Amazing. Congrats to you, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, I love it. It feels like anytime we do anything, I feel like I'm like building a brick for my life in the future, and it feels like like I just have my best friend like ready to go like yeah. at all times. It's so cool. That's what I was I was saying this to Zane Heath and Mariah that like. I feel happier. But the thing is, don't get married thinking it's going to make you happier. That's a wrong reason to get married. Don't do it. But once you settle in, I realize all my me, 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 me anxieties, this, the really selfish stuff that I'm so involved with in my head has really calmed down and gone away. It washes over you, the, the spirit of being in love and married, where I'm like, oh, it's not all about me anymore. It's about us. And it's so And I'm cool. so excited about the certainty of the future, getting to share this love with the person, my favorite person ever. It's great. It's the building of a life together, which prior felt like a fictional type of thing. Like, oh, yeah, of course we're building a life. But now you, like, physically feel like you're building something. Yeah. It's crazy. It's pretty damn great, man. Would, have you had any, like, married people tendencies? Give me an example. Like... I don't know. <laughs> what? Like, t like I'm tending to do something now more often because I'm married? Yeah, like, are you not dressing as nice? Are you staying in more? Are we, you... Okay, yeah, we have been kind of staying in more. I realize that I am not that excited about going out, and I hate that. Because, Joe, I love to party. Yeah, I, you're going out, Matt. Yeah, we. I'd love to go out, but lately I've been like... It's probably not going to be that much fun. Like I've been kind of talking myself out of it. So yeah, we do stint, We do tend to stay in. I feel like we have been traveling more since being married, which is awesome. Yeah, and you had your honeymoon year. Yeah. And I attribute that for us as like, we traveled for like 23 days this year for our honeymoon, which is a lot. So like, I kind of want to like relax a little, catch up, get ahead. Like the house is still a little messy. Like I want to make sure everything's perfect again. Yes, 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 yes. That's, I'm in that headspace right now where I'm not interested in going and traveling anymore. Like Patricia's like, we should go to Korea. And I'm like, that sounds so awesome, but I'm just not in the mood to like spend the money on it today. North or South? Uh, South, but I would go up to to North to look at the border for sure when I'm there. Are you serious? Yeah, and you can go in this room and it technically counts as a visit. Yeah, it's like 10 feet into North Korea. Mm -hmm. You want to do that? Yeah, that's 100%. I'm going to do that. I'm not, what do you, do you think I'm going to get abducted? You're just taking a peek. I think you, knowing you, 
You'd trip, you'd fall over, and then they'd take you. I genuinely would, if Patricia was down, if she was 100% down, and I've had in. some friends, not to sneak in, but I would buy the tour ticket. Though, I don't know if that's like, if I'm going to get canceled by saying it, because... You wouldn't get canceled. Yeah, but then I think some people, it's up for debate, and this is so safe to talk about. Is it unethical, though, to go into a country that is so controversial for your own sense of amusement? I don't think it is. I think it's so different because no one can really go like, in. There's, suffer, there's just so much suffering that's happening behind closed doors there. And but you would actually do that tour? Yeah. Why? Because I just, I I want to see North Korea. From I want one to married see guy to another. You know why? Because I love, I love liminal spaces. Do you know what liminal spaces are? I don't back, know what liminal means. Uh, okay. You, you know what the back rooms are? Have you seen like those types of TikToks of like, like the casting couch? What casting couch are you talking about? What back buddy? room are you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about okay, like okay, back rooms where it looks like it's a place from your childhood that you like dreamt about where there's like maybe and you dreamt about north korea okay north korea has just these wild interiors okay you know what i'll change the phrasing not from liminal spaces but to just interesting interiors i want to go in and see an auditorium where every seat is like emerald green like the tackiest looking color and like pink tile around they their their color palettes out there are out of like a wes anderson film oh. very sad but like they're they're so stuck in a state of time and architecture that you can't find i think anywhere else because of i don't know how culturally secluded they are and i want to go see those interiors that makes sense. That's what I'm getting at. I understand that. Again, I'm safe. I'm. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons, or the moment you discover the life changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Boring. I don't want to risk it. 
You that's don't. Fine. You know about the guy. That's fine, but you're going to a bee farm with your wife who's allergic to bees. I'm going. She's not allowed. Okay, 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 okay. No, I don't know why I I I I I express so many times like it's she said she said she's not going to get stung wearing the suit, but I said that's not always true. Like there's accidents. What if a baby bee comes in? It's not worth yeah, it. Yeah, a baby bee, a baby bumblebee. A baby I'm bumblebee. I'm taking home a baby bumblebee. This is also happening next week, so I don't understand because it's so cold. So they're not going to be like moving around, aren't they? Hibernating right now? Mm, I don't know. I don't know my bee migration culture as much as you do, Joe. Oh, I thought you were well versed in it. Okay. Uh, Wait, I do I? I sometimes I am on bee talk. I that that one girl. Yeah, that one girl, like the the blonde chick who just wears no suit, no gloves, and, and she just. First off, her videos are so soothing. Yeah. So I went to this house and they had the hive and there was a colony of 10,000. Like so Think, casual. So casual. You haven't heard of the guy who went to North Korea? I think his name is Oliver. No, uh Otto. Uh, oh, so you do. Yes. He's, but I wouldn't be stealing anything. But granted for him that's very serious. In and all in all possibilities, let's assume he didn't steal. See, that's something Zane would do. I wouldn't go to North Korea with Zane. Because Zane would have too much too much sake or something. And he would try to steal a poster. And I, I see, I would be on my best behavior. I couldn't trust the Zane for Zane. But even you being on your best behavior, I feel like it's not worth the risk. This is crazy. Because I, uh, this is something that could go, happen for you. I would also, if I ever went to North Korea, the person who I would go with too would be uh, my friend Michael McBride. I don't know if you know Michael Danny McBride. McBride's brother. No, no, very funny, very funny, Joe. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> my friend Michael McBride. He's Idea Soup. He's I don't know. You probably have catched him on TikTok. He's um, he's just one of the uh my smartest friends who is so well traveled, and I would only want to go with him because I just feel like I could just trust whatever is going to happen if there's anyone out there listening right now who wants to go with Matt leave us a comment I will try and arrange this so that you guys can all go together you know I, I think it's $2,500 the tour to go into North Korea mm-hmm. and you go on a bus correct I think you definitely get toured around in a bus like what do you mean how do you enter the country well, like, what does the tour consist of? I think you go on a bus and you go see yeah, different yeah. Oh, yeah. monuments, yeah. but they're all empty. Yes. Or there's, like, the staged actors of people who are, like, walking around acting like they're trying to buy something. Like, there was You're a not video allowed a camera. Yeah, uh, you are allowed to film. They tell you when you're allowed to film. Like, but a guy was inside of, like, a car dealership, and he's like, this is a fake car dealership. And he was, like, filming people looking at the cars, trying to be interested in buying them. Matt, I'm getting so much anxiety, and I'm not even going. Daddy, buy me North Korea. When Veruca says mine, what are you? Or what are you looking up? I'm trying to see how much it costs for this tour because if you can go, I can easily have Lightweight sponsor it, and you can come back and tell us how your experience was. Really? Would you want to do that? Yeah, I think I would. I I guess I need more people to tell me do not do it. I need to talk to someone who has been there. You're literally talking to me who's telling you not to do it. But you're also <laughs> you're also open to funding it. So because I want to make your dreams come true. Is How's that going to look that you funded a, a man's visit to North Korea? Ooh. Well, it's it's for... Imagine getting that stamp on your passport, though. What does that look like? I don't know. I don't know. It's probably Kim Jong-un's face. <laughs> That's for sure. 
how's the podcast? Uh, which one? Unfiltered. Unfiltered. Great. I haven't been on the past few episodes because I've been um, traveling, but good. I love Unfiltered. I love the new set. I'm so happy Heath and Mariah are now married. And it's they talked. They talked about travel. Uh, leaving LA. Uh, they did, but I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Right. I mean, <laughs> would you ever leave LA? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Where would you want to go? Um, probably Nashville. Really? And I say Nashville just because I think we could continue to do what we do, like doing the whole internet stuff. I'm not, but I'm not saying I'm like ethically clout chasing the influencers who are out there but who are they? i would who just want I, I don't know a lot of like families but i want to become a family vlogger but i would want to be like in a circle of people who are in a similar line of work and i do like the nashville vibe i think i can get to the places to see my loved ones our loved ones what pretty about easily austin too expensive now it's way really? too yes it's it's as expensive as la and Is that fact I would I put it pretty equal to it, yeah, for sure. But probably a little bit cheaper. But the the dream house that you want, you're not going to get like it once it like what it was because all the biggest tech companies have moved out there. So you're you are dealing with now. This is not the Silicon Valley, but it's the Silicon Hills of Texas. And you being from Texas, did you ever travel there? Me being from Texas, did I ever travel to Austin? Yeah. Well, I went to UT Austin for college. I lived in Austin for four years. Oh, you lived there? Yes. Where I are you did. from originally? Uh, Dallas. Right. Yeah. And oh. you're from New Jersey. Yeah. Trenton? <laughs> Freehold. You're close by Freehold. And my buddy Bruce Springsteen from Freehold was on the Golden Globe. So uh, it's all tied together. That's right. That's right. That's right. I did a crossword with Bruce Springsteen one time. I worked out with him one time. Did you really? You yeah. should have brought me up. I don't know why I didn't. I doubt he remembers me. No, we were working out at a gym. We didn't work out together. I worked out at a gym. He was working out there at the same time. And at the exact same time as well, Mike the Situation was working out there as well. Whoa. So the three powerhouses were coming together. Nothing formed, unfortunately. Damn. Yeah, I should have started a podcast with them. I know. I was at the gym and I saw Jodie Foster. I'm not that good at these celeb sightings here in L.A. My brother, the other day, was driving by the Astro Burger down in West Hollywood. You know where I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, him and his fiance, shout out to them, they were driving in their car. My brother had to make like a three-point turn, like to turn around his car or something. And it ended up being like a six-point turn because there was just cars on both sides oh, of the street. Oh, that's so funny. And then this other car and this, like, this fancy old-school blue car was coming right their way. And they're like, oh, sorry, like... Uh, trying to and they had to make this car wait for a minute and as my brother's looking over at the car you realize it's seth rogan wow yeah seth rogan and his wife that's cool that's pretty cool i saw them the other day at uh the hockey game i think i have a folder of celeb sightings that i've seen you have a folder of all this uh best one i ever saw viola davis was in the ralph's parking lot uh bitching did, someone out on the phone it was pretty intense did i was you say like, hi no, oh. absolutely not. I want to respect that queen. Um, I saw George Clooney one time uh, in his Tesla right there on Ventura. I've seen Rain Wilson as well in his Tesla. I've saw Ryan Gosling. You're looking in cars seeing these people? Yeah. Yeah. Keep your eyes peeled. Oh, that's good. One time I was driving up uh, to this was Zane's old house that was up in the hills. And there was this really windy street where like you have to stop and make sure another car is not coming down before another car, before you go up. This car was coming down and it was like a gold Range Rover and I'm coming up and I was like, Oh, sorry. Or whatever. So I, I reverse and let the car comes down. 
The guy's window is down. He has his arm out. Hand on the wheel. Gives me a big wave. Ryan Gosling. What a legend. Ryan Gosling. Was he doing beach? Uh, what's beach? Beach Beach Ken. Beach Ken. Ken. This is 2016. Oh, what was he doing? Was he doing... Doing the, the uh, he, no, he just he just gave me a wave like thanks, man, for letting me come down. Did you message him saying like thanks, brother? No, but I did. Go I tried to creep <laughs> his house to figure out where him and Eva Mendez lived, and they lived right up the hill. But I think it was like a smaller house, and they have a bigger one. Somewhere. Were they married? Or are they, they are married? Oh, I didn't know that. Are they married? Or they definitely have kids together. Oh. But they're like probably like partners, maybe. That's what makes LA so fun. Like what? going around, you never know who you're going to see. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. And I'm not, but would you ever go up to a celebrity and go, oh my gosh, it's you? If I had something like reasonable to say, yeah. Like I saw Black China at a mall like a month ago, but I didn't say hi because like, what am I going to say to her? Okay. But I saw Mark Hoppus at an event. So I went over and talked to him. Oh, you went up to Mark Hoppus. Oh, yeah, I bombed. You know Joe Coy last night? <laughs> yeah. That was me. <laughs> what, did, what was your line? What did you say? I went to Chain Fest. Okay, yes, yes, Chain Fest. They're like, Joe, Joe, come here, come here. They're pushing me in, and as I'm going around, Mindy Kaling is getting in a line to, like, check in. I'm like, holy shit, like, they're pushing me in front. This is what's happening. So right now, like, me and Caitlin are just like, did you see that? And she's like, yeah, that was wild. What the hell? So we walk in, and as soon as I look to my left, I see Mark Hoppus just staring at me as I walk in, and I go, <gasps> And I, I think he saw eyes it. on you. He was looking right at because I I walked in like and he was facing the entrance and he wasn't that far away. He knew who you were, probably from all my messages. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I gasp and me and Kayla are like, oh my god! And Mark, for anyone who doesn't know, Blink One Eighty Two is everything to me. Yes, Mark, Tom, and Travis raised me. Tom is my number one. Mark and Travis number two and three. I went on like the friends and family night and the celebrity list was insane. Oh yeah, John Mayer was Chrissy there. Chrissy Teigen, John Legend, Andy Bravo, uh, the basketball player Chris Griffin. Are they getting paid to be there, or is like Chain Fest like that big of a party? Like I think they're all they're friends. Well, I like, know that actually a lot of celebrities are like investors in it. So yeah, so I think it. it's like that. Hey, do you want to come to this? Is right here. Like easy. Yeah. Um, so we're, we walk past Mark like a couple times and I wanted the interaction of like if I was playing an arcade game and Mark was like, oh, I love Pac-Man and he comes over and like wants to play. I'm like, here you go. Or like, like I wanted something cool like that. To happen. Yeah. I didn't want to just go up to him and be like, hey, dude, you changed my life. <laughs> exactly. Like, why am I doing an accent? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I was so nervous and I know we were there for like two hours. Like Nathan Fielder was there. Uh, Chris Pratt. Like it was just like whoa, one celebrity after another. Was his wife there? Isn't he like married to one of the Schwarzeneggers? She was there. Maria Shriver was there. Wow. Uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger was there. As we were like kind of leaving, like we were leaving. Mark and his wife walk past, and like Caitlin nudges me, and I couldn't say anything to Mark, but I knew his wife, so I go Sky, and she turns around. And she's like, Yeah. I'm like, I love your husband, and she's like, Go say hi. I'm like, can you introduce me? She's really? Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's that's kind of a great thing to hear. Yeah. So go on. So like, I wasn't, I I didn't, I didn't even want to talk to him. I don't know why I said, can you introduce me? I was like, I didn't want to talk to him. <laughs> because they, what if they, it, what if it went bad? I know they say don't meet your idols, and I didn't want to, but I had to. Okay. I was in this weird like out of body experience. Had I knew he was going to be there, I would have like rehearsed something and prepared it, but I didn't. And now. Um, What'd you say? 
he's like, hey, man. And I'm like, we sh- I think we shook hands. And we just started talking. He's like, what do you do? And I was like, oh, I, I vlog and I eat food in my car. Which, like, I, I barely vlog oh. and I haven't done a thing forever. <laughs> and Kaylin's like, why don't you just say, like, you have a podcast? I'm like, I don't know. So we start talking. And then he asked, he's like, and what do you do? Like, talking to Caitlin. And she talked about Big Chill. And he's like, oh, an L.A. establishment. And so, like, they start talking about Big Chill. And I, like, kind of, like, step back a little because I'm like, fuck. Like, I don't know what else to say. And then... um. It went on for like a couple minutes. He was so nice and so kind. And then we departed and we were just like, I was like, that's pretty cool. Okay. That's not that bad, Joe. No, it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't like memorable. Like now, you know, like you wanted it to be a moment where he's like, I'll never forget this guy for the rest of my life. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Someone needs to figure out like a science to that. Like what is the best thing that you could say that would make someone always remember you? I could have said... Hey, but not be too creepy. You're the reason I got into music. I got your signature bass in seventh grade. I had his Mark Hoppus Fender light blue bass, and that's what got me into music. And I took lessons on it. And, and you wish you said that? Yeah, because that was like his signature it's bass. It's the worst when, like, after you do meet a celebrity and you have that interaction, and you're just on your ride home, and you're like, "Shit, I should have said that." Yeah, I should have said that. The I cringe sa- is real. I hate that. I could have said anything because, like, they were my favorite band since I was a kid. Were you still? But were you still happy with the interaction, or did you like yes. not want to listen to Blink One Eighty Two anymore after it? No, I listened to it way more. Uh, I listened okay. to it more. S- sometimes when I meet a celebrity that I'm a huge fan of, like who, even though if it goes really well, oh, I kind of don't want to say. Well, you don't have to. I've just observed, like, yeah. There's, I've met some of my uh, people who I've been the biggest fans of, like, could not believe it. And I, after I'm floating on cloud nine, but then like a few days go by and I'm like I don't really want to listen to this anymore or like even though I'll still listen to it my hype as a fan goes down because now I know them as real people yes 100% it's like it's like uh, the Wizard of Oz how you once you reveal the wizard who's been behind the curtain you're like oh this is it and it's not so much of it it's disappointing that they are not as cool as you want it's just that the illusion of how awesome they are in your head it fades just a little bit and sometimes now i've been a little bit more uh hesitant about making full efforts to go meet my idols because i don't i like how they are in my head if that makes sense i think in that perspective a hundred percent because if i was able to get him on a podcast and we could talk and i knew that i had him for that hour to discuss what i wanted to talk about as soon as he'd leave i'd be like that was the craziest thing. That was the coolest thing ever. And I'd be like, that was so sick. Because we got to talk about what I wanted to talk about and in no circumstance. I gotta give you props as a as a podcast host. The amount the guests who you've been bringing on are like are are you getting nervous before these people are coming over? And it's also people like this former CEO of Blockbuster. Like, huh? Are you nervous before going into that? Or are you just like whatever? If you do enough research on the person. I can handle a conversation with anybody. The Backstreet Boy, AJ McLean, I got nervous 30 minutes Are you before. letting them in the garage, like, right here, like how we do? And Same like, way you walk in, they walk in. What kind of car was AJ driving? A uh, really nice Porsche. Did, did he come with anyone else? By himself. That's dope. Was that he was... here to promote something? No, just a cool dude. Just talking shit. Backstreet Boys and shit. That's awesome. That was a sick one. Because they sold 130 million albums. 
their album Millennium is like the tenth most sold album of all time. That's really cool. How did you reach out to them? Can you like put me in contact with some of these people? Who do you want to talk to? <laughs> I think plan? I would. I would want to, out of anyone who you've had on. I would Nick want. Nick I've had Nick Vial on. Yeah, I know. He went to your wedding. <laughs> Are you going to his? No. Oh. Are you? Yeah. Oh. Yo. Oh. Oh. So oh. Talking about big guests, Nick, oh. Nick Vial with Gypsy Rose. I I could not believe that. That earth shattering. Do you, would you want to have Gypsy Rose on? Again, I told you, we're, we're in a new couch setup, so I'd need to have her husband, and I don't have a setup for three people. Does she, not, <laughs> does she only talk with her husband? No, she, no, no, no. I mean, would I want to? Yes, because it would benefit the podcast do i want to don't hate me i don't understand the crazy hype behind it gypsy yeah about the whole story i well, guess i wasn't I think, familiar I with the, the story act, the act the show made it really really big okay i didn't watch that neither did i but because i was like i get it i follow the documentary i follow the story i'm like i get it and there's something that's just so sad about it where i'm not that interested in it or it makes me kind of like cringe and squirm but you know what props to gypsy rose go live your best life i'm yeah. not i'm not gonna sit there and hate on anybody for coming back to reality and having the success she's having i just seems i cringe though because i'm like yo she's spent 10 years in jail and she's coming back to this reality and it's everyone wants this piece of her wants to see what she's up to i'm like she needs to just adjust with herself and focus on her relationship because I'm like I'm just biting my nails watching this whole thing kind of unfold even though it seems fine because it's not real life it's not gonna be like this forever yeah and that's for me in that perspective that's where I don't understand it's almost like everyone just agreed like let's do this and make this person the number one it's Taylor Swift and Gypsy Rose still, she's still kind of like was a part of killing somebody she didn't kill him but granted she was in a terrible situation so it's like and to play devil's advocate she had to she was being drugged she was doing all this other stuff so yeah. i understand but i don't understand the the celebrity aspect of it but i'm not hating on it would you ever interview any criminal yeah there's a podcast that does ex-criminals i wouldn't want to do a real criminal like a serial killer yes are they in handcuffs like if Jeffrey Dahmer was still alive, would you go sit and interview Jeffrey Dahmer? Hell yeah. Yeah, me too. Because like I've seen Jeffrey Dahmer interviews. This is who I do. Last night I was a little high. I was going down rabbit holes with serial killers, especially John Gacy. Do you know that one? Yeah, the I clown hope they make killer. that the next Netflix he doc. On 33, 33 kids or like young boys. And that's just suspected. That's but and then I watched an interview with him and he seems like a normal guy. Granted, with like some issues about lacking remorse and stuff, where you're like, "Why you should be feeling a little bit more worse that you killed these people?" But it's wild that in our heads we envision this serial killer as like this crazy evil person, when really the serial killers are not like that. Like your crazy kind of one-two kill person are crazy, but the people who are like seriously have an addiction and an issue when it comes to killing someone are these serial killers. I. It's just fascinating. And the John Gacy thing, I read the whole Wikipedia, like, until it started going, because, like, 33 murders. I'm not going to read the details of each one of those. Have you ever been to the Museum of Death here in Hollywood? 
No. If you like reading about it, they have like memorabilia of like his glasses. They have the letters. Jeffrey Dahmer's? I don't know whose. They have like a serial killer like his glasses. They have letters that he wrote in prison, art that they wrote in prison. They have uh, his last shirt before freedom. Like they have really interesting. Whoa. It's very morbid. Is there torture devices and stuff there too? There's different sections. So there's like a serial killer section, a cult section, uh, like a 1920s, like Bonnie and Clyde section. Are you scared to die? Am I scared? Yeah. Yeah. Like I think of it, like if I'm driving on the highway, I think a car's going to cross the divider. Yes, yes. I have intrusive thoughts like that sometimes. But I, but I, yeah, yeah. I'm scared I'm scared of dying but it's a good thing to be scared of dying because it makes you aware it makes you love the present and it makes you want to live life yeah that's exactly it's so great that we have death because if we were living thousands and thousands and thousands of years what's the point like what's the point reflecting on the last year not including your wedding uh-huh. or getting married what's one thing that you did that you're very happy you did mm-hmm. for Matt for Matt's soul. For Matt's That's whole. That's a really big question. I'm like sitting here trying to run through. I can give my example. What? My honeymoon. Nice. That's not getting married, but the fact of traveling through Europe for as long as I did, not knowing the native language in the countries I was in, and navigating it with a person, my wife, but navigating it together and sharing that experience grows you that's a great feeling if i you know that first thing that popped in my head was tokyo yeah for sure i think i mean granted zane heath and mariah were all kind of part of that it was awesome that that dream and that destination that i've been dreaming and thinking of over and over every year because there were so many delays with covid and stuff why we couldn't go and then it finally happened i was like this is cool when you chase those little Things that you've always wanted been that you've always wanted to do, but you never think, oh, it's not the right time. If only I can get this thing together, and then we're gonna go on that trip. When you just buy that ticket and take the ride, feels really good. We just did the Oregon coast, loved it. Your stories look. Wish I went earlier, but now I'm excited to explore more of it because I always wanted to see that part of the country. That's why I want to go. I want to go to all the random places. I want to go to Minnesota. I want to go to Fargo. I want to go to Des Moines. <laughs> I, want I really to go, do. I want to go to Wyoming. But same way of like that. It's never the right time. We're just going to book. We're looking for the right location, but we're just going to book to see the Northern Lights. Oh, awesome. In Wait, Alaska. Where, in Alaska. Damn, when we went to Alaska, we never got to see him. But you did a cruise, right? Yeah. And would you see there? What did we see on the cruise? Tons and tons of glaciers. We went to Juneau, Kitchikan. I forgot the other names of the places. I just remember Juneau and Kitchikan. And you got off and explored them? Yeah. Was it cold? Uh, Like this kind of weather. Okay, so it wasn't like snowing. You didn't go in the winter. There was some snow on the ground in certain places. It felt like a tundra. You know a tundra? Yeah. I love me a tundra. I'd love to go. Do you listen to Joe Rogan at all? I listened to Joe Rogan on the way here. John Reeves, did you listen to his episode? No, I'm listening to Duncan Trussell's episode right now. Listen to John Reeves. Who's so John Reeves? He's this guy who bought a plot of land in Alaska, and he calls it 
hang on, I gotta find out the exact name. Because he bought this plot of land and there's just all these dinosaur bones that don't make sense why they're there. Oh, yes, 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 I know all about this. Not all about it, but I'm very familiar with what you're talking about. And they don't know how it all ended up because it's like so many species of different animal bones in this river. In this tight little area. So there's like saber-toothed tigers, woolly mammoths, and he has thousands and thousands and thousands of bones there. It's called the Boneyard Alaska, and it's an incredible listen. He's done two episodes now of Joe Rogan. But I but would love do to they, go there. They don't, they, but they're not sure of how the bones ended up in the river. They think, though, that it may have been a bone collector, and this guy ditched his entire collection into the river. No, that's different. So that, he's dealing with a problem now with the Natural History Museum in New York. Okay. Where they, like, took bones, and I think they were his from his plot of land. I'm not sure the exact logistics, whatever. But... They dumped mammoth bones in the East River years ago. He went on Rogan's podcast, announced it. People went into the East River, started finding these animal bones that shouldn't be there because they were dumped. In outside of Manhattan? Yeah. Holy shit. Why did they dump them? Uh that's what he's trying to figure out. Whoa. And now they're do you like all that stuff? Like these animals and stuff? Like the woolly mammoths? Have you heard they're bringing them back? Uh, like they're trying to breed a woolly mammoth? With Indian elephants? I'm here for it. Bring it back. Let's play God. I have Forrest Galante coming on tomorrow. And he is like part of the creation of it. And it's supposed to happen in 2024. But they're also doing six other species along with the woolly mammoth. They're Holy trying to bring back. shit. Matt, this is a modern-day Jurassic Park. My dream. <laughs> uh, you gonna? So it, he's gonna come in and talk about this stuff. Yes. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. A woolly mammoth is gonna be back. I want to come on. Can I come on an episode where you're interviewing one of these people too? Like who? Who would you want? Animal guy? I love the animal guys. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just wanna I want to interview some of these people. Okay. But then again, but I, but then I feel bad because you have a podcast, and I think we have a very similar fan base where they're just going to hear me re-interview the same person. But I think it'll be fun. So wouldn't it be an advantage for both of us to interview these people? I'm mostly weaseling myself into these things. Yeah, I'm starting to but notice I feel that. Like we could, <laughs> but I feel like we could ask some really great questions. Yeah, why? Why not? I mean, you're already asking great questions. Why not just come on and do it? Okay. If but there's you gotta, somebody, you gotta. Not for us because he's tomorrow. But if there's someone really, really cool to have coming up that you want, like, would you have loved the Blockbuster CEO guy? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I, I definitely, I probably would want to do a good two days of research and then stuff would just start coming out of me and I'd be like, what about this? What about this? What about this? Yeah. Yeah. There were rewind fees. I didn't realize That's that. That's so weird. My brain was already thinking about rewinding when you said it. Did you ever rent a gaming console from Blockbuster? No, I didn't know you could. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. In like 1998, before I got a Nintendo 64, I don't know why my dad was doing this. Either like we had no money or he was just like wanted to teach us like a reward. We would rent the N64 from Blockbuster and we would take that home and play it and then return it. It was in this big plastic case. You know, like something you put microphones and stuff, like foam walls and all of that. 
Yeah, we would rent the N64 from Blockbuster. Would you so get that's it for a some... week? I think you got it for a week, yeah. I'm going to show you a series of photos that will jog your brain of the nostalgia. Are you ready? Yes. Do you remember Heinz Purple Easy Squirt? Oh, of course I do. And they also had the purple one and then the green one. The green one was also tied to the Shrek movie. So this is probably 2003, 2004. Shark Bites. Yes. Gummies. Yes. Shark Bites, gummies. Do you remember Street Sharks at all? Yes. Street sharks that were like those sharks that were getting fights on the street. They, they were, were action figures. Yeah. I and love ben, they had a TV show. You know, Ben Diesel was the spokesperson for it. That's funny. Y- you pull it up on another day. Ben Diesel is like, there's this like hour long video of him playing with the, uh, the street, surf, sharks. street sharks. Doritos 3D. Oh, yeah. Those were you the best. I don't. But I don't have any memory of eating them because I wasn't a big Doritos kid. I thought Cheetos and Doritos were gross when I was a kid. Oh, disagree. uh, But 3D Doritos, that was also around the time where Star Wars Phantom Menace was like big. Star Wars 1. Why? Did they do a partnership? I think so. I always remember they had like Star Wars stuff on 3D Doritos. Do you remember in gym you had these scooters? Oh my gosh, yes. We would play a game called Survivor and it was like like an obstacle course that our elementary school teacher would make and we would use those and you had to like scoot back home and skittles bubblegum oh my gosh <laughs> skittles bubblegum i haven't thought about that in a long time that was so good the little package on it wow yeah it was tricks sturdy. yogurt yes tricks yogurt and the best was when you remember you would open it up in the inside there was like changing color powder and you would pour that in and it would change colors that shit was good the projectors back in the oh school. my god! Did your teacher had to reserve them? And they looked at, and remember you had to turn the lights off, and then they, they they had to illuminate their face like they were telling a damn ghost story to the class when all you're trying to learn is just some long division, and then they would spray the water bottle, and everyone would go ooh, and it would like turn like. <laughs> Yeah, the pencil uh, cushions. Oh on your yeah, hand. pencil cushions though. I always thought though were like I thought for for kids who were handicapped. Why? I don't know. I guess I thought a lot of handicapped kids would use it because like their hands. Oh no. Um, who the fuck is in your house right now? The cleaners. Oh my gosh, bubble beeper. Yeah, bubble beeper. That that gum though, you would eat it and the flavor would go away in a second. Like, I always love bubble tape. Bubble tape all day. Did you ever notice that the the duck on bubble tape has his nose pierced? No. Yeah, he's like a rocker. The duck has like a nose piercing and like a barbed wire necklace or whatever. Oh, that's wild. With the 2024 season coming up for Matt King, what goals and aspirations do you have? Oh my gosh, Joe. What goals and aspirations do I have? I really would like to get... I, I want to focus more on cardio. I'm a big weightlifter, but I'm never really putting in enough effort to do cardio. So I'm going to start doing that. I'm really going to f- start focusing on uh, meditation. I want to learn how to do transcendental meditation at the David Lynch Foundation. You should try and do a 5K. Um, You think so? Yeah, it's like I'm, three miles. Is, yeah, I could do a 5K. I've done a 5K. Do another one. Set it for your goal. Yeah. 
as long as I'm not like dropping too many pounds. I don't like it when I get really skinny. Oh, I love it. I know. I see. We have different like body types. Like for me, if I don't do anything, I start getting skinnier, and that makes me not feel big. It's tough. So I'm I'm worried about being too lean, but I want to have a stronger heart, stronger lungs, transcendental meditation. I am. I want to make more TikToks. I want to be a little bit more goofy. Stop caring less about other people. And oh, I'm well. I've been struggling with vaping again, but now I think I'm going to start zenning. I'm going to become a little bit of a zen boy. What's a zen? It's I don't know, like a nicotine pouch you put in your mouth, but it's better than in, in vaping. Why? Do you still get that feeling? I just think vaping isn't good for your lungs. Like it's really not good what you're like intaking in. I Joe, I'm because str- some because when I quit nicotine the first time, I did it like cold turkey, and it was really hard. In the beginning, it was kind of fun, and then like the third month, my mental health, I was going crazy. The third month of you quitting cold turkey, you were still feeling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was like it was like I was craving it, or I still wanted to do it, but I kept punishing myself because I'm like, is something bad gonna happen if I do it? Is it really going to be that bad? And I kept thinking I was going to get in trouble. And because I always have this, like, or I, don't know, I have sometimes like this childhood thing where I feel like I'm going to get sent to the principal's office. Like, I'm going to do something and someone's going to have a sit down with me and be like, you are a bad person. Even though it's really not going to fucking happen. I'm an adult. I can make my own choices. So I've I quit. Ne- I've never been addicted to nicotine. So when you take it, what does it feel like? It feels awesome. It's just chef's kiss i don't know it's a it's a nootropic it um enhances concentration makes you feel good um Does it wake you, you up feel a bit more in the zone yeah yeah i wouldn't say it's so much like it's caffeine but it just you feel like ah it just takes the edge off i i i feel just at ease doing it but what? i so i would like to not even be addicted it's the worst thing to get addicted to it's a bit of a crutch what got you into it uh, probably when I was on the speech team in college, a uh, lot of speech team uh, kids smoke cigarettes. And I, it's like being on the baseball team and now everyone does dip. You know how it's like, there's certain activities that like, like that it, debate kids would always smoke cigarettes. And if you wanted to hang out with the seniors, you smoke cigarette. You hung out with all like the professors, they smoke cigarettes and great fucking talks too. The amount of conversations I had and met people and made friendships through cigarettes was awesome. But it wasn't good. But yeah, I had a nicotine addiction for sure. For sure. But I would like to, yeah, to not, I, I'm going to stop vaping and see if this alternative form will be better. Because I just don't like hitting that in my lungs. I hope you do. Yeah, I hope so too. What else? And then I want to go to Korea. I want to go to Nor- Norway and Sweden. And maybe China. Switzerland is sick. Switzerland. I've been to Switzerland. I've been to Geneva. I love Switzerland. I went skiing. It was really, really cool. <coughs> How long have we been recording? An hour. Do you want to call it? No, we can keep going. Well, I got to go do What? This. Martin Short and Meryl Streep are dating. I'm not kidding. Oh, that's a pretty big deal, right? Yeah, because Meryl Streep recently got divorced, right? Yeah. And Martin Short has been a widow for... They were there last night. Both at the Globes. That's awesome. Have you ever met him? Yeah. 
Martin Short? Uh-huh. Is he oh, cool? I went to the Bahamas with Martin Short. I made him laugh one time, too. That's so cool how we hold on to those memories of, like, I made Martin Short laugh. I did. We were, like, on a boat, and we were getting off the boat, and we couldn't figure out, like, who should leave first, but my friend had, like, his guitar in his case, and I was like, I was like, oh, the musician. Like, in terms of getting off Martin Short, thought that was really funny. Uh, it's stupid. <laughs> Don't use that as a clip, but keep it in the podcast. Uh, I think we're good. We're uh, good? Yeah. Okay, guys, thank you guys so much for watching. Joe is an incredible person, and I endorse this podcast so much. You are in the right place when you are listening to Joe Volpus's podcast. And thank you guys so much for loving all the videos that me and him make together. Um, <laughs> if you guys want to help us get Matt to North Korea, leave this video a like, leave a comment. Let's see if we can get some buzz going, because if, if we can make this happen, we'll make it happen. I, I, I'm down for it. I'm down for it. We um, need to send you with a buddy, though, because I'm not sending you in alone. Is, is North Korean spoken the same as South Korean? Or are they two different languages? You're going to have to look that up, my man. Oh, well, then I'm, I'm worried if I start Googling how to speak North Korean that the government is going to start coming after me. Yeah, they probably will. The fact that you even want to go is so crazy. Yeah. All right, Lightweights, thank you so much for listening. Leave a comment down below uh, if you enjoyed this podcast. Any goals and aspirations for 2024? And thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having a great time. Gold Whoa, Globes. Big kisses. Big kisses. Uh, lightweights. Out. That was golden. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.